1: The Beckler and Shauna Podcast, your daily download of X ninety two Nights X mornings with Beckler and
0: Shauna. A fine pair, brought to you by Shane Homes, paired homes that keep your neighbors' noise on their side. It's Friday, February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Welcome to it. Um, fun show today. Yeah, I think really we got to wrap up a pretty good week of shows. So I thought it was a, it was good. It was. First time we are back together for a full week for a long time. Next week's a short week. Yeah. It's nice a long weekend coming up here for Family Day. What do you got planned?
1: Uh, I'm heading to Fernie. Very nice. I'm still snowboarding for the weekend, yeah.
0: Very what nice. What about you? Uh, my family's out of town, so oh, yeah. I get a lot of work done in my shop. Mm-hmm. And then they're back on Sunday because we're going to the Flames game on Monday. So oh, that's awesome. That should be fun. Sweet. Weather's supposed to be nice here. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, today on the show, I'm going to include What Did You Learn Today? Because it's a, it's a good one. We're talk about stashing weed in a funny place some etymologies uh, something a little unsettling that happened to my wife McKenna at the gym there's a teacher's convention in town right now yeah there is it's a big deal the goat of bad band names a friend of the show sent us this disgusting video and had me watch it live on the air uh, it's gross yeah it is gross uh, we did a so my wife told me not to do this, and uh, I said, No, I'm doing it. So you'll hear this parody I made for her to try to get her to do something I've been asking her to do for a while. <laughs> We're going to talk about your inner monologue and an embarrassing food to order at a restaurant right after your out of context clip of the show. Your car is the dirty, dirty,
1: dirtiest car. The Beckler and
0: Shauna podcast. A friend on Instagram posted this the other day. Um,. <laughs> About ordering fajitas at a restaurant. And you know, when they come, they get served to you, and they come, the server will hustle it through the restaurant, and they're crackling and yeah, spitting. Yeah, it's sizzling. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. This person said, I'll take the fajitas and please let them cool off a bit and bring them on a standard plate. I don't need a spectacle.
1: <laughs> it <laughs> is fairly obnoxious said, how they roll <laughs> through the restaurant. Yeah. This
0: friend said, it's almost as embarrassing to be served crackling ass fajitas as it is to be serenaded with happy birthday by the waitstaff. It's up there, isn't it?
1: It is up there. Yeah, I mean, yeah if you, drawing attention to yourself for sure. Yeah,
0: and if you're the type of person who doesn't like to stand out in public, who just yeah. wants it, then the, fajita, the fajitas are not for you Not cuz it's a scene.
1: It really is. And then there's no room on the table either. Excuse me while I clear the whole table please cuz I have four dishes coming, one sizzling, then there's the giant basket of all the the fixings and then the side plate for your Yeah, it's true. It's
0: a, yeah, it's 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 visually loud. Oh my god. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's actually loud, but it's
1: We're we're going to need another table, over over here
0: as well. Yeah. I asked my brother about that cuz my brother is a big foodie, but yeah. he also he's the when he goes to the gym, he won't do he won't do exercises that he feels are too visually loud. Mm. There's too much movement involved. He won't do it because he doesn't that. want to draw any attention to himself. He just wants to do his thing and get out of there.
1: I'm kind of like <laughs> that, too. Like some of the goofy exercises. Oh, some of them are really goofy. I'm like, I'm not going to do that in the gym in front of people. <laughs> You're no. doing too much. I'll do it off in the corner sometimes if I can find a little corner no one can see me in. But outside of that, I'm I'm going to pass on that one.
0: A gym should have a corner, like maybe when the spin For studio is being exercises. used. Just like, get your goofy ass in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it just says goofy ass exercises over here. So you're all doing it together, at least. That would be nice.
0: People doing all the jumping and oh, all the yeah. shadow boxing and stuff. There you go. Get yeah. in there. Get in there. The Get weird in there. yoga poses, like
1: right where your ass is in somebody else's, like that kind of stuff. Just save that for the goofy area. Can that's we actually hilarious. have that? That would be great, Goofy Corner. <laughs>
0: goofy Corner in yep. the gym. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know when they give you a tour when you join a gym? Yep. And they're like, okay, you're the men's change rooms, women's change. Okay, and here's our free weight section. Do you like to do anything real goofy, yep. real loud and silly? Well, then right, in, right through these doors.
1: <laughs> actually, we can't show you what's happening in there because that's the thing about Goofy Corner is you can only be in there for doing something goofy. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was watching the Netflix show You recently and thinking about how Penn Badgley, the lead character there, he has to do a ton of post-production voicing.
0: Yeah, I thought the same thing when I was watching that show. because like,
1: it's all his inner monologue. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's all him talking in his own head
0: when he's not speaking on screen or another character isn't speaking he's basically narrating what's happened
1: yeah that is a lot
0: oh that guy worked his ass off for that show whatever they paid him he earned it that's what I
1: was thinking like I was just like man you have to do that and And then I got thinking about what my inner monologue might sound like because it sounds a little different when he does it than his regular voice when he's talking too like he's got more of a you know yeah. a quieter kind of way of talking cuz again he wants to indicate this is his his mind.
0: And it's really interesting cuz the, the concept of the show is that this I don't think this is a spoiler but he's a killer. Yeah. And he's you hear him justifying the reason that he's doing it in his mm-hmm. head. Yeah. And it's it's fascinating. It's a cool concept. Totally. Um
1: yeah. And so it got me thinking maybe it would be funny to to write our own inner monologues, but I was thinking like you should write mine. And then I'll write yours, and then we have to say it in our inner monologue voice, like our kind of distinctive voice that makes it. So I just sent you uh, kind of a little script for... I'm going
0: to send you yours, too, here. Okay, great. Because I don't want you to see it.
1: No, no. That's why I just send it to you now so that you can... Okay.
0: So So I'm reading this for the first time. Yes.
1: In my inner monologue? In your inner monologue voice, your best one. Okay.
0: My family is out of town this weekend. Yes, I can hammer pizza into my gut locker for three straight days. I mean, pepperoni is bicep fuel. You know, my eyes really are close together. I look I look a bit like a baboon in the tall grasses of Africa. Uh-oh, my pre-workout is kicking in. I may have to launch a butt shuttle in the second floor. <laughs> A butt shuttle. Bu- launch a butt launch shuttle. Launch a butt shuttle. Okay. That's what you say to yourself in your own inner monologue voice. That, that so was that's, good- what, that's what it sounds like in my head. That's hey? good. Yeah. Okay. That,
1: that's what it sounds like. And that, you had a good voice for it, too. Like it sounds like. I was like trying it's- to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I've <laughs> your got turn. yours here. Okay. <laughs> it's cold in here. I'm cold. <laughs> it's, it's true. I say those. Better check the snow report at Lake Louise. Was two extra large coffees enough this morning? I'm gonna dummy the toilet later. <laughs>
0: Why did we... we both went there, didn't we? we both...
1: You know, we spent too much time in the studio together. <laughs> We're pooping. The Beckler and Shana podcast.
0: We've joked before about how so many young guys keep spotless vehicles but cluttered or downright gross living spaces. Yeah. Well, young women are often the opposite. They'll have cute and pristine places and the filthiest cars. It's true. You used to be like this. Yeah. You, your car used to be a disaster. Your place is always clean.
1: Although my crap box, it was just different. You know, it got to a certain point where it was. There was a point of no return. I was just <laughs> like, I'm going to let it go now. Like, the dumpster has it. The animals that are within are. It's their car now. Now you're you a know? bit more mature, and yeah. you have a
0: nicer vehicle. I do. And both are very clean. I keep it clean. Yeah. Um, McKenna does not keep a clean vehicle. No. I clean the vehicles, and with hers, it is just a constant battle against entropy.
1: I mean, you have kids, too. It makes it a lot harder to keep a clean vehicle when you have kids around.
0: I get the distinct feeling that if we didn't have kids, it wouldn't be much better.
1: Oh, okay. Because I agree with you. Yeah, Yeah. kids
0: will trash a vehicle, for sure.
1: I mean, I I do remember the time you told the story about how she tossed an entire apple core back. (laughs) just just, just into it, the like, back like, like not a garbage or out the window but like into the back of the vehicle which is hilarious and uh. like,
0: hers isn't horrible i've been in much worse vehicles but if i wasn't pressuring her to stay on top of it slash cleaning it myself yeah i i would hate to see the situation fair um and she like leaves stuff on the seats just like asking to get the windows smashed you know and i'm oh, like oh, okay. don't do this yeah everything stays in there mm. um but I've tried talking to her, it hasn't worked, so instead I thought I would enlist uh, your help with this, Shawna, Yeah. and the help of our friends Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Purse on the, seat, on the seat, an empty coffee coffee cup collection. collection, you're attracting thieves such a filthy mess, the windows have a film, and in the space between the seats are crumbs from times you stopped for food, remnants of food. Car with garbage in the doors and more shit on the floors. Now, who is going to clean this? It's not you. Not you,
1: the And Shauna Podcast. Question for you. Yes. It didn't sound like you censored shit. So, are you guys just gonna? Are you guys? Is the plan to just eat the fine, or have we finally reached a progressive era where we can say words on the radio now?
0: You know what? I uh, I meant to censor it, and I finished editing that song like ten seconds before we played it. So, to I, be to I, be uh, fair, <laughs> we
1: have um
0: we have songs to say shit.
1: Yeah, we've told the line with that ourselves in the past because we kind of are like ah. The odd time is, like, if it if it does go through, it's whatever, you know? We like to we like to just toe that line sometimes. And so. it also
0: wasn't me who said it. It was Crosby stills in now. It was, so. yeah. Well, there you go. That's
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm glad to hear.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I, I agree good. with you. I think, yeah, like, shit, is, it, should, it should be allowed to be. Like, not using it too much. Yeah, but I think that letting okay. the odd one fly should totally be allowed. Like, I don't understand what the big deal is, but... I agree. I saw a whole thing yesterday. It was a chart somebody's done about replacing violent language in the workplace. And it was stuff like, uh, no longer say shoot you an email. Because that is
0: like... Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> or let's, yeah, let's change... Uh, uh, like, I'm going to pull the trigger on this. Oh my God. I was, just, I was like, what's next? Like, you're not going to go shoot hoops? He shoots, he scores in that last yeah, I'll hit you up next week. Any of that? Man, that's soft. Oh, I'd have a hard time working yeah. in a in a place that was that soft.
1: Yeah, I would probably
0: just drink it from the rafters. Or- well, if you get a parrot home from Shane Holmes, you can yell shit as loud as you want in there,
1: among other things.
0: Whatever you want, your neighbors won't hear it because of that next level soundproofing. You can you can drop Bill Jefferson levels of shit. Go ahead, Shawna, give us your best Bill Jefferson.
1: Shit. <laughs> she- <laughs> That's how he does it. Yeah, he used to do that from the basement when he was working because he worked from home and we would hear it three levels up and be like, oh, that's not good. That wouldn't happen in a Shane home. Sure wouldn't. Your
0: dad says shit like Clay Davis from The Wire. She-
1: Clarence is going <laughs> to...
0: Uh, we're actually meeting with our friends from Shane home for lunch right away here. Yeah, right we after are. After we finish this podcast. So we'll ask if there's any message they want to pass along to our PissCast fans, our friends of Venus Heads. Yeah. Um... See if they're okay with our super stupid segues that yeah. we do.
1: Um. Yeah, those might end. They might be like, "Those are the dumbest things I've ever heard." And it's like, okay, fair. Yeah.
0: You know what? though Hopefully, they get it though, because if you just like with a with a podcast advertisement, if you just read, you know, like copy, yeah, no one listens to nobody that. listens. They nobody tune them listens. Out. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter what you're saying. I don't think nope. as long as as long as you listen. It's true. So, yeah. Hopefully, we're achieving that. <laughs> Shane Holmes paired homes start from the 490s, 1,624-square-foot duplexes with large bedrooms and next-level soundproofing. Learn more at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
1: So a friend of the show, Panda Cat, sent me this video yesterday, and he was like, you should get Beckler to watch this live on the air. Now, I sent this to you. Yes. First off, I have to preface this by saying that you're a very picky eater. Yes. And there are certain vegetables diet. and fruits that you don't really like to eat. And Panda Cat knows this. Mm-hmm. So, he saw this video, thought of you, and thought you might react in a way. Uh, we've made you eat broccoli on the air before, and you've nearly tossed your cookies. Yes. Um, is there a garbage can close by?
0: <laughs> okay, can I have the video up here.
1: Okay, it's super quick. Just uh, let's see how you react to this, okay? It's
0: short. It's only 12 seconds. 12 seconds. It's a dude... He's holding an overripe banana. Yeah. It's brown. Uh-huh. And he's got a pair of scissors.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Snips the top off. Oh, my God. Oh! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh! No! Oh, my God. He cut so, the top off the banana, and he sucked the goo out of it.
1: He eats the goo out of it. Oh! It is the most disgust. Like, it's an overripe, just disgusting... Old banana that's probably been in a freezer for months, and he just takes the top oh. and cuts it off, and then he's and it's
0: dripping out of his mouth, and then he like you can see the banana deflate like a dong bag, yeah, and then he, oh my god, that goodness. banana is for baking and nothing else,
1: no. Nope. Nope. And he just, eat, which also is like, what kind of awful human? I'm glad you didn't toss her cookies, by I the way. Felt That's it. great. Yeah. I
0: felt a, a physical reaction. To yeah. That. You that had a brief is...
1: one, but that is just, why is somebody, why, why oh. is this type of video? It has like 53 million views. Why
0: would you want to be famous for that?
1: I know. Like T- w-
0: Top comment. I'm calling the police.
1: Seriously. <laughs> like what in your brain makes you think that I'm just going to cut the top off this banana here and just suck it all back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you don't oh. need views that badly, man. No,
1: you don't. Although oh. I do realize, I was I was going to tell Panda Cat that you do eat bananas. I do eat bananas. So if he'd done something ungodly with like a, a broccoli or something, it might be worse for you. But I think this is
0: worse because the banana is, it is black. something that is in my diet that I'm yeah, familiar with. Fair. Yeah. This is worse.
1: It is like fully just the darkest banana. It is fully. A monster. from a,
0: Why would you? This man needs to be stopped. Some. Two point 2. two million likes.
1: Why people are freaks? People. Oh God! <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: Yesterday we were talking about how the Dixie Chicks' new name is the Chicks.
1: I'm not a fan. No,
0: nope, me neither. Bad the band chicks. name. Terrible I band name. Going to see name. the
1: Chicks? Yeah, I just uh, no, yeah. no.
0: Then you mentioned how uh, Cherry Pop and Daddies might be the worst band name you've ever heard. Yes,
1: and it's because it's unironic. You know, like I think they yes. actually named themselves that, thinking that was a cool <laughs> band name, which.
0: Right, because there's so many examples of, like, metal bands with deliberately offensive names, or, like, bands that their name is kind of a joke.
1: You're purposely trying to offend, or, yeah, like, a joke, yeah, ironic in some way. Like, that's different, but... Calling yourself Cherry Pop and Daddies because you seriously think you're a Cherry Pop and Daddy. I'm just like, my God, it's awful. Oh, geez, that's a bad band. Friend of the
0: show, Blair suggested we discuss the goat of bad band names. Like, what's the worst band name? And he said that. and I'm like,
1: I think we've gotten to it. Cherry Pop and (laughs) Daddies.
0: Cherry Bob and Daddy.
1: But he did have some other suggestions that were pretty good. Yeah, and
0: like some of these on his list are, I think, meant to be like Rainbow Butt Monkeys was Finger Eleven's original name, and I think that was kind of meant to be.
1: Yes. So I was like, yeah, yeah, no, that one gets a pass because that.
0: Hoobastank was on Blair's list. That's an awful band name. That's a bad,
1: that's a bad uh, band name. So
0: is Train. Yeah. Very bad band name. I always Very think bad. a bad band name is one that's difficult to like to search. Yes. You know? Yeah. If it's just too generic. Even like a um, you know, new song we're playing from Talk. Yes. Which I really like. Love the song. Talk is a terrible and terrible you, band
1: name. Those one-word names, yeah, like that are bad because yeah. if, especially if you're a new band, you're like, you're not helping yourself out here because people are going to try and search it and everything else is going like, to, even just, even Bush. Bush a terrible band
0: name and, and then Bush X was even band.
1: worse. That's Yeah. Oh, you just you doubled a, down on that. You took a terrible band name oh, and you had to make man. it worse. yeah.
0: <laughs> Someone yesterday suggested Moist. And I'm not even one of these people who hates the word moist. It's a bad band but name. But it's a though. terrible band name. Yeah. Awful band name.
1: Even, and then the band's also like, like Panic at the Disco, because mm-hmm. of the exclamation point they put in, I, I, it makes me hate it. Like, yeah. I'm like, why are you putting the unnecessary...
0: ex?
1: Yeah, like punctuation that they put. No. No.
0: What else would be on your list? Uh, we had this discussion kind of around the office yesterday, and our producer, Logan, suggested Hootie and the Blowfish.
1: Yeah, that's a bad one.
0: Terrible band name. Like, is Darius Rucker supposed to be Hootie? I don't even know. I love hooting the Blowfish. Bad band name. What about Goo Goo Dolls?
1: Terrible band. Great band. Like why? I Terrible love the band. band. Name. That name just sucks. As I got thinking about this, I'm like, there's a lot of really bad band names when yeah. you think about it. Like, Puddle of Mud.
0: Puddle of Mud.
1: Puddle of Mud with two Ds. They went
0: nuts on the Ds, didn't they? Yeah, Kinda was like that stylistic choice too?
1: <laughs> yeah. Puddle, Puddle of Mud.
0: That's a bad why? band name.
1: Why? Yeah. Terrible.
0: Um, my, in my opinion, the worst band name ever might be Live.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned that yesterday. And I was like, yeah, that might that win. That band
0: name sucks. Yeah. Good. Again, decent band. Yep. But the the name Live? Just like, Live. Why? you don't even know if, if you read it, you don't Is even know if it's Live or Live. Yeah. I guarantee they have been introduced as at some live. point in their career as, but please welcome to the stage, Live. And you're like, oh, man. <laughs>
1: So, we picked a terrible Sorry, brand name. It, it's live. It's like it's your that's your problem. That's your fault. The and Shauna podcast. So there's a teachers' convention going on downtown right now. Did you know this Beckler? Well, the kids have school off, right? Yes. Is that why? Yes. Okay. Every school board in the city, every single one. So all of the teachers in the entire city are attending this convention downtown right wow. now. Wow. And uh, I went for a drink downtown with one of my teachers' friends yesterday. Teachers everywhere. Like it is. How can you tell? It, full of cardigans and v-neck sweaters, okay? <laughs> practical shoes, a lot of backpacks. <laughs> practical shoes, practical and backpacks. shoes and backpacks. <laughs> guys with khakis on. It's hilarious. Like You walk around and you're like, oh, they're they're all teachers. And I was like, I can't pull my finger on why, but you can tell. Like, it'd be people crossing the street like, oh, teacher, 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 teachers. I've they're never great. really
0: thought about that. Oh, yeah. You probably could pick a teacher out of a photo lineup, couldn't you?
1: Modest dressy is what it is, right? It has to be comfortable. Enough because you're you're on your feet all day and you're running around and after children depending on what age you're, you're but you're teaching. not wearing
0: graphic tees and stuff no you're graphic still, tees yeah.
1: yeah so that's why a v-neck sweater is good
0: modest dressy
1: a lot of floral shirts as well like flowy floral and then a okay. v-neck cardigan over top there was a lot of that going on and I was killing myself I was just like this is hilarious I've never really
0: thought about that because we've talked about the you know the unofficial uniforms of different yep. professions never thought about teacher
1: slightly more dressed up but cat but. But not business attire, right? Like, Practical issues. That's totally... I was killing myself, too, because I guess, I mean, the kid, they're off. So yesterday, for example, they attend this convention. They don't have to teach today. Mm-hmm. So I guess things get a little rowdy downtown at oh, night. Oh, really? Uh, especially uh. last night and tonight as well, because everybody's already downtown. And they're, again, all over the city. So you could live deep south and you're downtown right now. So uh, I, there's some places that I guess get a little rowdy. At about 4 p.m. with the t-shirts. Good so there's, to know. There's cardigans flying off and V-necks <laughs> on stripper poles and all kinds of stuff Practical going on downtown. Practical shoes
0: doing what they were meant to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> A lot of
0: backpacks. That's tacks. hilarious. Man, the weirdest thing is when, you, like, when you're of age and you see your former teachers out. Yeah. It's so weird. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, you could see it in the next couple. Yeah. And if you have a thing for teachers, I mean, downtown wow. is your place right now. <laughs> if
0: you do, if you like teachers. Yep.
1: Yep. Hey, floral sweater, come over here.
0: <laughs> Sauce on a pair of practical shoes. And get down there.
1: The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
0: McKenna texted me from the gym yesterday, and she said this one dude keeps following me everywhere, and making the loudest unnecessary noises. He's not even lifting very much weight. It's creeping me out. No, oh, that's weird. She said she'd never seen him before, but every time she would move to a different part of the gym, he'd be there close by. And what
1: uh, are you doing, man?
0: McKenna's no. she's no stranger to the gym, no. and she's not really one to imagine this sort of thing when it's not happening. So if mm. she said it was weird, I imagine it was weird. Yep. Um, she said he wasn't even like doing a specific muscle group or anything. It was just kind of whatever whatever was, <laughs> was close to her. I told her I shouldn't laugh, but I was like, that concept is actually pretty funny because people typically group their workouts into into muscle groups, right? Yeah. Like you'll have a legs day, you'll do back, mm-hmm. and uh, this guy was just doing perv muscles. Like, oh my god, what are you training today? Uh, I thought I'd do creeper, yeah. <laughs> which is where I just pick a girl and follow her around and yeah, do whatever's close to her. Is I'm doing today. The stalker uh, muscles. <laughs> guess yeah. I'm doing hack squat now. Oh, man. <laughs> guess I'm over there. <laughs> Odd approach to fitness, man. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna.
1: So I have four super quick ones. They're ones that I've kind of come across, but they're too quick to, so sure. I'm just going to fire them off like here. A,
0: like a lightning round. A, a lightning round. Okay.
1: Uh, I can't count. I think I have five, four. That's okay. Right. Anyway, etymology. The etymology of etymology itself. This is super meta. Here we go. Ready Ology for it? Etymology
0: is the study of something, right?
1: It's so it comes from the two Greek reads or words rather, yeah. Meaning real speak is what it initially means, and then it morphs into yeah, like the meaning of but real speak is what etymology means. Which when you think about it, makes sense, mm-hmm. right? You are getting to the bottom of things. Um, spaghetti just means twine or string. Which, when you think, it's so funny because when you really think of what these things mean, you're like, oh, "I'm cooking twine or cooking string." Like, it doesn't sound overly appetizing, but that's where it comes from.
0: So, you, don't tell me that the Italian word for like twine and string is spaghetti.
1: Yeah, well, it all started from the same root. I don't know if they <laughs> still use it or they have some way of distinguishing I hope it now. They do. You, I really you'd hope, hope so because so, yeah. otherwise, you'd be very confused. <laughs> but that's where spaghetti comes from. Um, Carnival. Which it it just means flesh farewell. Because when you think of carnage, right? Like that would be meat or flesh. So it means buy meat, essentially, or flesh farewell. And it's because it was said to originally have been the feast and party right before Lent when
0: you don't eat meat. So yeah, because when you think of like carnage, carnivores.
1: Yeah. Buy meat. That is what carnival actually means. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was the first carnival. And now, yeah, we're going (laughs) to a carnival. Nope. We're going to a bi means. That one makes perfect sense. Yep. Uh, and then biceps, which you may know, but it just means two heads. Okay. Because right? yeah, bi, I mean, anything with bi Triceps, sept.
0: three heads, so, quadriceps, four heads.
1: Means two heads, which is also really funny. Because again, when you think like, yeah, I'm going to work on my two I heads. My two heads. Yep. Uh, just pumping some two heads over here. What about you?
0: Well, sometimes I listen to interesting podcasts and audio books while I work out Shauna. So, so I really am working on both heads there. Oh, that was, what, a loser. That was what, what a loser Oh my
1: god It's a meathead dad joke Like what is going on over Educated there
0: Educated meathead as we said yesterday though so.
1: Yeah. Oh that's a 14 kid dad joke Oh man It's great sending us off on a long weekend with that It's good was there more? Nope, That was it? it? Oh, yeah. okay,
0: we're hitting on that? Damn. Or, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really sorry.
1: I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Temology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I'm on the snowboarding forum, and this message just came up, which is really funny. It says, anyone currently headed north to Creston, B.C. from Idaho arriving today? I'm trying to finish this last quarter before I head south, and I don't think I'm going to make it. Free Canadian grass must meet me in the next couple of hours. <laughs> And I was like, that is a good person. That is a lovely person to offer this up. Uh, What was even funnier, though, is the responses to this, because somebody was like, we're going through that very border crossing a few, a few years ago, going into Canada for about a week. My girlfriend's sister buried her weed about 10 miles from the crossing. (laughs) After returning to the States, she dug it up and carried on. And then there were a whole bunch of people who were like, yeah, I did that, too. Yeah, me, too.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious. I never really (laughs) thought about that, though.
1: I didn't either. Uh, In other words, if you go to the border right Mm -hmm. now, on either side, there are a ton of buried weed. Everything products. There's a whole bunch of weed paraphernalia that's just buried along the border.
0: Reminds me of that episode of Trailer Park Boys where Ricky's trying to cross into the U.S. and, like, within sight of the of the border, he's just firing (laughs) weed out of the window.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine how many garbage cans around and near the border and stuff, and how How much it's just full of weed.
0: That's hilarious. Holy
1: crap, that's funny. Yeah, about ten miles from the border on either side, you might find some. Teach your dog to sniff it out. Totally.
0: That kind of reminds me. Long, long time ago, when I was quite a bit younger, I uh, I stashed half of a left hander in a in a hole in a tree in the park. Yep. It was in a old prime time cigar case. Do you remember those? These yes. Single prime times used to come in like a plastic case. Yep. And uh, then months later, it was totally dry in the city. Nobody could. None of my friends could find anything. And I was like, oh, "What about that hole in the tree?" We went back, and sure enough, it was in there. I was like the Boo Radley of oh, the park. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: It kind of reminds me of when my mom crossed the border with a joint in her hair dryer. Yeah, was it in her her instrument case or it was? It was I don't know. Was it? She told us she came on the air and told us that story one time. Yeah, and uh, she didn't really she didn't smoke weed. She didn't really know the severity of what she was doing Mm. and. Then the, I guess they came on border services or whatever and was going through things and if she had been caught with that she would have been in jail.
0: Just the least likely person in the world to just get caught with drugs at the yeah, border. Hey, oh my your god.
1: Mom. She should have buried it just like everybody else apparently. Mom, no no no. You take that and you yep, you, you bury it 10, 10 miles from the border. Bring a
0: small gardening trowel <laughs> with you and away you go. The
1: and Shawna podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? What'd you learn, Shauna? So it's super quick. Um, I was just reading about how richer women tend to binge drink and have more alcohol-related problems than poorer women. However, the opposite is true for men. Really? There's a lot of studies behind this, and I don't exactly know why, but I found that very strange. I was like, huh. Why would the opposite be true for men, and why would that... Yeah, it's very odd. Could it be that...
0: Like, richer women... Just have more time. Perhaps. You know, they just have time to hang out and go for drinks with friends and drink at the house. Well, why would like, that,
1: like, you'd think if you're richer, unless it's money that you, unless you're a stay-at-home mom, like in that case, yeah. it would make sense if that was the case. But if they're working, it wouldn't.
0: Right. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's yeah. probably where the divide is, is wealthy women who stay home just versus Just
1: hell and start drinking the wine.
0: That's what I would that's my guess. So hmm. I don't know. But that, that's really interesting. I know. That there's a gender split and it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Wow. I know,
1: found that odd. Anyway, what um, did you
0: learn about? I'm reading this book right now about Marianne Le- Maj- Uh She was the grandma of Louis Riel. She was the first white woman to come west here with uh, the voyageurs, the fur trappers and traders. Yeah. And she was my like six times great grandma which is amazing so I'm directly descended from this woman and I'm reading this book about her there have been several books written about her there's been a movie made about her life and like she was just unbelievably tough like the people back then she and her husband And there's this story about one of her kids I think I forget how many kids she had but um, she was out here in the West and all of her friends and like acquaintances were indigenous women. Cause there were no other white women out here. Yeah. So they were the ones who would help with the birthing and stuff, but she followed uh, her husband, Jean Baptiste out to hunt Buffalo one time and they were staying in this little like shack or something. She was the only woman there and she was very pregnant and he realized that there was nobody there to help with the birth. So they had to go back to the nearest fort and they had to snowshoe for 65 kilometers. Holy hell. Two days after they arrived uh, she she had the baby. So, like nine months pregnant, she was snowshoeing across the Canadian prairies. So, that is just insane. So rugged. Um, yeah, it was just fa- it was so cool to read a, a book about yeah. someone who like, I have a, fa- a familial connection to. Well, when so, you first
1: said that, my mom was like, I want to read that book too. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. It would be fascinating.
0: So interesting, just about, and just kind of how things were around here at the time. Yeah. But this, I wanted to, I thought you'd get a kick out of this. This is one passage from the book. Just kind of talking about what life was like, especially for women back then, said Marie-Anne was not afflicted by the Victorian priggishness of the British, among who the word pregnant was never spoken in mixed company. Expectant mothers had interesting conditions. Holy crap. Legs were forbidden. Women never revealed theirs. And if for some reason they had to mention them, they were called limbs. So, if you were a woman wow. in the late 1700s, you would say
1: legs. You wouldn't
0: refer to your legs, they were that limbs. Is insane. And books authored by males and females were carefully separated on shelves. So, you, you wouldn't even let the books Holy touch each crap. other if they'd been written by opposite genders. Segregated so, books. Yeah. That so, is... you weren't pregnant. You had inter- an interesting condition. You didn't have legs, you had limbs and your books better not be touching if they were written Holy.
1: <laughs> it's just wild eh? that is unbelievable that's wild that's actually unbelievable
0: so the fact that she came out here with all the the, the fur trappers at the time would have been just like unheard of yep um Did but, I see them legs <laughs> woman limbs oh look at the limbs on you
1: oh <laughs> <Yeah>. man <gasps> You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
0: Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side.
1: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X-92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X-92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shawna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.